Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom, the Hollywood Sign in Los Angeles, Central Park and the Brooklyn Bridge, the Eiffel Tower, and Niagara Falls. What do all these places have in common? They all make the top 10 list of most popular places to pop the ever-important four-word question. Don't want to become just another cliched proposal story on Instagram? Curious to know how to stand out? Let's get into it. Welcome to the Event Fusion Podcast, the place where creativity and innovation meet to help take your event experiences from ordinary to sublime. I'm your host, Benel Laporte, and I'm an Event Fusion specialist, fundraising expert, and entrepreneur. After over 10 years in the events industry, envisioning and producing events that more than doubled revenue for clients and created raving fans out of attendees, I'm bringing you into my world. On this podcast, I'm holding nothing back. I am pulling back the curtain and sharing tips and strategies that will take your next event from frustrating and stressful to lucrative, engaging, and fun, all while keeping your sanity. If you're ready to energize your audience, multiply your revenue, and do more in less time, then you're in the right place. Ready to make your next event your best event? Let's get started. Proposals. Whether you are the one being asked or you're the one doing the asking are one of the most pivotal moments in many people's lives. The story about the proposal usually ranks right up there with the stories about how your first child was born, how you met your best friend, or, in more somber cases, where you were when 9-11 happened. These are stories that are indelibly marked in people's subconscious, to the point where every sound, smell, and detail is as vivid as the day that it happened. If that's the case, shouldn't your proposal story be just as epic? Forgo the played out, ballpark, jumbotron proposal, yes. I believe they are cheesy as hell, unimaginative, and impersonal. And instead, create an experience that your now betrothed can't wait to shout from the rooftops and share with others. Now, this should come as no surprise, but I'm going to say it anyway, so it's on the record that it was said. Before you pop the question, you should be fairly certain of the answer you'll receive. It's kind of like being a lawyer. Good lawyers never ask a question they don't already know the answer to. Why? Because doing so is incredibly risky, not to mention potentially embarrassing. If you're a lawyer, or even if you're not, For this instance, act like a lawyer and know the answer you'll get before you ask. And if you aren't sure, get their best friend or a sibling to help you do some recon work and feel them out. They usually have a fairly good idea about these types of things. So you're welcome. There's some relationship advice for you, free of charge. Before you start sweating and going into a full-blown panic attack just thinking about proposing, know this. The most important thing to know is that people want to feel special when being asked one of the most important questions in their life. With so many proposals happening in similar ways and in similar spots, think the Eiffel Tower in Paris, where approximately 20 proposals take place each day. Your loved one just wants to know that their proposal is unique and special for them. 
So you're ready to propose, but don't know where to start, how to make it memorable, or pull it all together? Not to worry, I got you covered. Here's the first thing you need to know before we jump into any of this. When thinking about proposals and what makes them memorable, it's most often about the intentional details that the other person isn't expecting. The details that tie your love story together, make it unlike anyone else's, and feels like a time capsule moment reliving your best memories. I personally love the idea of creating a proposal memory where each part of the day, event, or a lead up to it is actually telling a different part of your love story and trajectory together. What's beautiful about this approach is that alone, these details may not seem anything out of the ordinary, which is great for you because your cover won't be blown. But when things are strung together and they look back on it, they'll hopefully be able to see how there were clues all along the way before the big question was even popped. Whenever I orchestrate an event, whether it's one that I'm doing for a client or one that I'm hosting myself, I always start with the question, what senses can I tap into to make this memorable? The answer, it's always all of them. So how do you do this? Let's break it down. Taste. Many people include a fancy dinner as part of their pre-proposal plans, and that's great, but when you do this, think about going above and beyond the ordinary. If you're taking them to their favorite restaurant, or better yet, the place where you had your first date, perhaps order the same meal you ordered back then. If you can, sit at the same table or booth you sat in during the initial meeting. If you like sweets, order the same dessert you shared. And no, don't put the ring in the dessert. We're going for unique here, not boring and played out. For those of you that like extra credit, see if the waiter that served you on that first date is available. If they're not, or if they don't work there anymore, try and see if you can track them down and make them a part of your proposal story in some nostalgic way. For a different take on this, rather than taking them to the first date restaurant, why not bring the restaurant to them? Hire a private chef that can recreate the meal and create a personalized ambiance on either a rooftop deck, private patio overlooking the city lights, or a cozy nook that you both enjoy. The idea here is to have the surrounding space become another character within your story. If you don't want to wait until the dinner to give them a taste of what's about to come, pun intended, then send them a clue beforehand during lunch if you're able and only if it makes sense. Did you share an appetizer of truffle fries during your first date? Surprise them with an order of fries during their lunch and leave them with a coy remark saying, can't wait till dinner. Here's the rule of thumb for anything you ever plan. Give people just enough to get them excited with anticipation, but stop short of saying or doing too much so that it gives it away and ruins the surprise. Sight. This one can be accomplished with just about anything. Whether you replicate a place that's memorable to you, you go somewhere that holds special meaning to you both, or you simply have a framed picture of a particularly poignant detail about the story of your relationship, think of this as the easiest sense to achieve. To make this even more special, think subtle and not overt. Meaning, think of the smaller details that would help paint the picture of your story without it being over the top. If they like the color seafoam green, for example, as opposed to Kelly green or olive green, 
That's a small detail you can include in either the note that lets them know where to meet you, the ribbon that's around the ring box, or the napkin that's a part of your table setting. Anything that they will lay their eyes on are opportunities for you to bring small details to life. Smell. Of all the senses, smell is my absolute favorite. Why? Because it's the biggest trigger for memory. If you want to learn more about why this is, go and check out episode one of the podcast. For the purposes of this episode, however, let's talk about ways you can infuse this into your proposal. With smell, I always like to be super intentional about how and when I use this. Any type of smell triggers some sort of memory, whether pleasant or unpleasant. So for this, you want to think of scents that wouldn't normally be occurring in the space that you're in. What does this look like? Well, let's say there was a trip you both took to a tropical island, and the thing that stood out was the scent of blooming flowers as you stepped off the plane and breathed the tropical air for the first time. Bringing in a soft but not overpowering floral scent into the space will bring back that memory. Or think about the cologne, perfume, or even body wash you use the day of one of your favorite memories together. If it's one that you don't typically wear every day, using it for your special occasion will stand out because again, it's an uncommon scent that you're bringing into play. The one thing for this sense is to be mindful of all the other scents that will be around you at any given time. Now, while you can't control everything in the atmosphere, make sure you don't just let this one go to default and just let the things that are naturally occurring, like the smell of the food being served or the smoky bar you might walk past on your way to your eventual proposal spot, be the thing that takes over the moment. Think through the areas and spaces you're going to be in, and then think about ways you can introduce specific scents into the equation that will bring in particular memories you want to tap into. A word of caution. For smell, less is always more. The last thing you want to do is mix too many conflicting scents that don't go together and wind up with a very unfortunate olfactory situation and worse yet, a throbbing headache. Touch. Much like sight, touch is all about the subtleties. Anything that you'll be coming into contact with serves as an opportunity to show off a special detail. Let's say, for example, that one of the holiday gifts your loved one gifted you contained the material burlap or silk. You can take either of those fabrics and infuse them into your proposal plan. You can get a burlap blanket and have a picnic a few days before the event to bring that into play, or wear something of silk for the special day, whether it's a tie, a shawl, or something similar. Again, it doesn't have to be over the top, but rather just a small nod to the details that you're bringing together to create the story of your proposal. Sound. Whether you hire a string quartet, a solo violinist, or simply create your own playlist, Ensure that the sounds are, again, not just defaulting to what's around you, meaning people talking or the sounds of a city coming alive, but rather sounds that add to the story as opposed to detract from it. Is there a special song that reminds you of a happy memory? For example, the song that you both love to sing in the car. Or is there a feel-good song that whenever it comes on, it makes you both feel amazing and want to dance? What are those songs and sounds? 
depending on your overall proposal plan, think of ways to incorporate some of those details. Here's an idea. If there's a particular song that they, or you both, enjoy, consider hiring a local musician to come and play it so that the sound streams in the background while the big question is being asked. We've covered the five senses. So now that you have the sensory approach to your proposal down, let's recap with a few important things to remember. Number one, plan ahead. Memorable things take time. Secure the help of close friends or family members who are great at keeping things quiet so your surprise isn't ruined before you get to the big day. If you're on the traditional side, ensure you secure the blessing of their parents or necessary loved ones. If there are things you need to order online, make sure you leave plenty of time for shipping and any other potential delivery delays. Secure a photographer to capture the special moment if it makes sense with your proposal plans. The look on their face as the question is being asked is one of the things that you'll remember forever, but allowing them to see what the proposal looked like behind the scenes will be a welcome surprise once everything is said and done. An added bonus? These behind-the-scenes photos can serve as your initial announcement photos before you take your professional engagement pictures a few weeks down the line. If it makes sense with your plans, ensure close family and friends are readily available and nearby to congratulate you both once the yes has been delivered. If you're needing more help thinking through ideas, checking out Pinterest is always a great place to start. Even better, if the person you're proposing to has a Pinterest account of their own, see the types of things that they're liking and pinning to their boards to get your creative juices flowing. And again, if all else fails, asking their best friend or close sibling for some guidance is always a great alternative. Number two, create a proposal plan that complements their personality. As you're coming up with a plan, be mindful of their personality type and preferences. Take note about whether or not they are an introvert who is usually pretty private and reserved, or an extrovert who enjoys socializing, being in crowds, and around others. The last thing you want to do is stage a proposal in a setting where the response will need to be given in a manner that'll push them outside of their comfort zone. What I mean by that is, if your loved one is more on the private, conservative side, proposing to them in a packed stadium with hundreds of thousands of people waiting and watching to see what their reaction will be is a pretty nerve-wracking situation to be in. Not only would they potentially feel forced to say yes to save you and them the embarrassment of the no, but it's also not in keeping with a situation that would allow them to have the genuine reaction they deserve to have. Being proposed to, especially when you don't see it coming, is a beautiful yet nerve-inducing moment. If you're nervous, believe me. Once they see and understand what's happening, they will be as well. Be mindful to not hijack that moment by making them feel uncomfortable in the process and choosing a situation that in any other circumstance wouldn't have made sense for such a big question. And finally, number three. If you're thinking about proposing, I'm presuming that means that you and your partner have already had the conversation about marriage. If so, flat out ask them in a hypothetical sort of way, what does your ideal proposal look like? What have you always envisioned when you think of it? 
Do you like big over-the-top or more subtle things? If they have friends that are or have been married, they'll likely have some idea as to what resonates with them and what they'd prefer to not have happen. Start these conversations early and get an idea for what the person you'll ask ultimately would want to experience. There's no better resource than the information that comes directly from them. Now that you have all of this information, why do I say that if you follow these steps, your proposal will be 100% unique? Well, because no two other people have lived, liked, loved, or experienced the same exact things as you have. Sure, many people may have their first date at the same restaurant you did, but the conversations were different. The clothes you wore and the smells in the air were different. And the list goes on and on. If you focus more on the details that set your love story apart, as opposed to the generalities that make your story commonplace, you'll have a surefire recipe for creating an unforgettable and incomparable proposal story. Here's to the unforgettable memories you're about to create. Once it's done, I'd love to hear about it. Send me a message on Instagram at Laporte and Company or shoot me an email at info at LaporteandCompany.com and let me know how it went. That's all for right now. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Event Fusion Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on the latest event planning and money-saving tips. Until next time.